Actually? Yeah. No way, bro. I just started it. No, we can't do this. Yeah, I'm doing it. Start it over. No. No, we can't start it over. What's in the... What's in the... What's in the box? What's in the... What's in the... What's in the... What's in the box? What's in the... What's in the box? Wait, are you serious? I'm We're going? It's been going, And hey, you're going to post this. Yeah, we're going to post it. <laughs> it's a late night, ladies and gentlemen. Mm. And we got some th- 3D Alpha Land Lemonade Energy Drink. Never had this before. I'm going to crack it open here. Crick. Oh, That's crisp. Oh, ASMR. That's energy drink ASMR. Um... <laughs> that's pretty good it's so good that's bloody lovely bloody lovely that's <laughs> <laughs> that's lovely that's bloody lovely anywho Quick. yeah that's a I mean that's a 4 out of 5 that's yeah that's a pretty good score I mean it's three, not the best energy drink 3D is not like a big brand it's a pretty small brand but yeah I mean it's pretty good for what it is well um yeah, that's great. We're well, our plan is uh our plan is to to pop up pop some pop some energy drinks open before every mm. every pod. You know, we're gonna try some new flavors out for you guys. We're um just to let you know, Solomon has probably made me spend over a thousand dollars on energy drinks alone <clears throat> in the past two years. Yeah, and so we're just we we try it. We get on kicks. I feel like yeah, it's like true. there was. Rain, uh-huh. that was like freshman year. You got the ghost. Ghost, that was a good one. That that was like juniorish year. Yeah. Then C four quickly this this C4. summer, and then that it's been crazy. stagnant. Dude, I don't remember this summer because I was just on so many C fours all the time. C four, dude, C fours will make your back go crazy. <laughs> what was the video we watched of like, like gonna try this C four real quick? <laughs> and and the dude just starts freaking <laughs> out. Uh, yeah. Yeah. C fours will literally make you like, dude, they itch. <laughs> they make you itch for like days. I know. I was telling, like, what? I was telling, my, I got my brother in law into C fours. He's like, dude, I felt like so itchy and hot. Like I was sweating <laughs> uncontrollably. And I'm like, yeah. And I'm like, that's like the worst part. But then I'm like, but then I started to like it. And so now whenever I have an energy drink and it doesn't make me tingle, I'm like, like oh, I need, I need something to <laughs> give me tingle. Give <laughs> <laughs> me tingle. <laughs> I remember we got. C fours for Oppenheimer because we got like we were at like the nine something showing in Des Moines. And which is, like, I think that just enhanced. Away. Yeah, I think that yeah. enhanced the the experience though because yeah. we we pounded those yeah on the during way. a worship service yeah and we were like whoa <laughs> <laughs> yeah but, that was crazy we were feeling that movie. we were feeling it but yeah this is how we're feeling about the start of our show we're just gonna be a little loose a little. Crack some mm-hmm. jokes, drink some energy drinks. Yep. Maybe some life updates. Anything new for you, Solomon? We just closed on a house. Well, not completely Let's closed. Go. Our offer got accepted on a house, and we've signed some papers. So that's pretty big. We're pretty pumped about that. That's sick. Yeah. What about you? Uh, not much. Work still sucks. Amen, brother. But that's cool. That's all right. Yeah, it's all right. I'm starting to to think I'm kind of pathetic. Why? <laughs> Why? <laughs> I just need I need to suck it up. Be a man. That's what I've decided. Is I that I need to suck it up. I think that's partially true. I was, but work like isn't supposed to be fun. It's true. So that I think you can drop your chair too. If you feel too high. There's a lever on a one high. of the sides. Oh. Yeah, you just pull that thing all oh. the way. Keep going. Oh. <laughs> but yeah. I mean, who am I to talk? I like love my job, <laughs> and I'm only part time. So it's not like I'm doing it full time, but it's true. So far, I've enjoyed myself. It's true. Yeah. Well, uh, this pod we're gonna talk about our. Uh, this is kind of off the dome idea. Yep. We're in a little stagnant. We, we it's a t- tough time to start a movie pod. I need to yeah, I need to dude, brainstorm seriously. some good ideas. I mean, I don't know. I feel like it's one of the best times in movies. You got Madam Webb coming out. Yeah, shout out Madam Webb. Yeah, best movie since Oppenheimer, probably. Probably. So. Um Yeah, no. I'm never gonna <laughs> see that movie. Yes, you will. No, I won't. Dude, come on. I'm not gonna come watch on, it. Come on, dude. No. <laughs> Let's go see it. 
Come on. Maybe. Yeah. <laughs> Let's go. No. We're going to see it, dude. <laughs> but this is a great time to get our ducks in a row and kind of get established, too. So we thought, just for the sake of, of y'all, the, the five people that listen. Mm. Um, I think we had six, actually. Six? Last Yo. Week. <laughs> let's go. Um, why not go over our ranking system, how we rank yeah, how we, how we rank movies, and then what what's our taste? Our top ten movies, and then a little spicy twist at the end, um, kind of our comfort movies. Mm. So that'll be a little quick one at the end. But we're just gonna go through this. We'll go back and forth a little JP and the Bean Talk Beans Talk um, style top ten. Yep. They do top fives though. Shout out to the JP and the Beans Talk. If Dude, you don't know, listen. you should so go good. listen. Um, Love those guys, but let's just we'll just kind of go off each other. We'll go, uh, we go two at t- a time, maybe or one at a time. What do you think? Two at a time. So like, okay. I'll go n- ten. You'll go nine, eight, and then I'll go nine, yeah, yeah, eight. Yeah. yeah, okay. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. Snake. Snake. That's right. That's yeah, what they call it. That's on what they JP call it. and the Beans talk. Well, that's just. The, that's but also, a, it's a normal thing. That's a normal thing. I just have learned it from. JP and you've Beans learned talk. it from there. Yeah, yes. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. You start ten. Okay, number ten. I'll say I'll say my ratings for it too. So I have Creed two as my number ten movie of all time. Um, now before you're like Creed two is not like a well made movie, you better shut your mouth because <laughs> it is like nostalgia, yep. like at its peak. I have another. I have if <laughs> I have another one on my list that's nostalgia at its peak. I think you know where that's going. I can't remember now. But you'll we'll find, find out. out. You'll yeah, find yeah. out. But Creed 2 is just like, I don't know what it is. The mix of like the new style, um, like Rocky movie, where like, I think like, I don't know, like you think of Rocky, you think of like, um, what's the band? 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 The band? Yeah. Uh, no! Who sings I Have the Tiger? Oh, yeah. I don't know. Burning Heart. Name. Survivor. You think of Survivor. You think oh, pump yeah, up music. Okay. But then when I think of like Creed, I think of like hip hop, more stuff mm-hmm. like that. Um, so I think it's a like cool take. Like you, And we've talked about this about Creed 1, the scene where like they're in Philadelphia and they're like, the they're doing like the dirt bike thing whatever and i used to think that was weird and then i'm like that's like a philly thing though yeah so that's cool and it's like it's it's a scene from the rocky movies where he's running through the park and all the kids are following him yeah so it's like a more modern version of that where it's like we're picking up all these dirt bikers and they're gonna run with me yeah yeah but i don't know it's just it's such a well-produced movie i think they casted it really well michael b jordan is just like the perfect person to be adonis creed um the girl, I can't think of the girl, the wife. Tessa She's, Thompson. Tessa Thompson's amazing in it. So good. I think it's got this like this drama part of it, this like Rocky fusion with like the newer style. Sylvester Stallone is like pretty like trash in most of his movies, but I feel like he's pretty good in this movie. It's just because he like he's like playing himself. It's like he's like yeah. one of those characters. Yeah. It's like you're always Sylvester Stallone. <laughs> yeah. So, I don't know. The end fight scene's like one of the coolest fight scenes ever. 100%. The walkout's super cool. Yep. It's, gosh. To walk out with your wife singing for you is sick. That'd be legendary. So, yeah. I'll just leave it at that. Yeah. But okay. also when he walks out to Icon. Dude, that's, that's one of the best That's scenes. like my favorite, like, gym song Dude. now. Because I'm just like, I feel like freaking yeah. Michael B. That, Jordan. That was my Max Out song for a while. Yeah. It was. Deservingly so. Yeah. I, Justin and I saw Justin Bieber live, and one of the like most exciting parts was when Jane Smith was opening, and I'm like, he's got to play Icon, he's got to play Icon, <laughs> he's and then he did, and it was like super underwhelming, but it was still pretty cool. It's like, like, dude, Creed walked out to this. Song. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Anyways, so my number ten, it's kind of cheating, but this is what I had last time. We've recorded a podcast where we talked about our top tens, but they were separate, so now we're doing it together. Yeah. Um, but mine are the Creed movies, <laughs> so I kind of just pulled in one and two and three, but like mostly one and two. Yeah. And I actually just started rewatching three, uh, and I was like pleasantly surprised. Just like I love Jonathan Majors. Think what you want about him. Mm-hmm. I don't know the whole situation, nor do I care all that much. But he played. He played. Uh, I can't think of the guy's name now. Um, but he played his character really well in the third one. Um, and it was a well-directed movie. The writing was just not the best. Yeah. Um, 
But yeah, Creed movies. Obviously, I'm a big Creed guy. If you listen to the last podcast, you know that. I mean, I named my dog after him. So shout um, out Creed. Shout out Creed. Uh, if you hear him whining in the back, I apologize. Um, but yeah, I think Dylan summed it up pretty good. Great movie, great music, great vibes, the whole thing. Like it's just such a good, a good set of movies slash movie slash whatever you, um, whatever you're into. I think it's a great. It catches the Rocky like vibe really well, but yeah. it takes it to a modern place, which is cool. Yeah. Number nine, and this is somewhat outdated, but I still love this movie, and I probably would still keep most of this stuff here. Um, but number nine, I have Tick Tick Boom. Really? Dude, yeah. It's like, have it's you seen tough it? Look for you. Have you seen it though? It's been a while. Dude, I watched it with Paige. You should watch it again. It's I don't so know, man. good. It's so good, dude. It's so it's Andrew Garfield in a way that I promise you've never seen him before. I would agree with that. And he like has such a good singing voice too. And it's like La La Land, but it's a little bit more musically. Um, but but essentially, it's a musical that the guy I don't know his actual name. The guy that like wrote and directed Rent. This is a musical that he wrote and directed before he wrote and directed Rent. But it's about essentially his life as he's like creating a musical. But it's really cool. Um, it's basically like this thirty-five-year-old. He feels like or thirty-year-old. He feels like he's washed up, hasn't done a lot in his life. Um, but it's like watching this like obsession grow. He's kind of that like stereotypical uh, tortured artist kind of thing. Hmm. Um, but you get a, like it's some of the best music. I, I like similar to people have like sh- shower songs. I have like sauna songs because I spend like a lot. I spend like a half hour in the sauna every day. And I used to put this album on every time I jumped in the sauna, and I would know how long I'd been in the sauna based on what track I was on. That's um, hilarious. Yeah, because it like it literally it's like one of those movies. If you close your eyes, like you're in it, you know exactly where you are. It's such mm. a good movie. Um, so yeah, that's my number nine. Now, now back to you for nine and eight. Okay, um, nine. I need to redo this, man. I think I could. Can re- I guess it? Shake it up. Yeah, try. Is it Spider Man? No. Really? I think I bumped that out. Yeah. Oh, wow. I got to you, huh? <laughs> Dude, we watched that movie. So, Spider-Man No Way Home. We watched that five times in theaters together. Yeah. Yeah, we did. No, not together. No, but... Three or four times together. I was going to say... But I, saw, I watched I saw, it five or six. I think times. I saw it four or five together. But, I'm, yeah, we saw it a lot together. Because we were like... Oh, man, it's so We watched good. it like twice initially. And then we were like, hey, what are you guys doing tonight? You want to go see... And then we ended up doing <laughs> yeah. it again. And yeah. it was like one of the last weeks that it was in theaters. Like, come on, one more time. Yeah. We have to yeah. see it. <laughs> It's so good. Okay, nine. I have once upon a time in Hollywood. Oh yeah, great. Now great. I said this on last pod. It's one of those movies where when you watch it first glance, you're like, this is just like a classic. Like, I guess it's like set in the fifties, sixties. It's like a classic, like sixties yeah. movie. And it's like it's like oh, it's cool. It's like Brad Pitt, Leonardo, and you kind of dive into like. Quentin Tarantino's obsession of this movie. Mm-hmm. Like, literally everything from, like, the radio station is, like, legit like, radio station. Like, um, when they're in the car, he plays, like, legit, like, recordings Tracks. of radio stations. Or, like, songs that he thinks would have been played on the radio. That's crazy. You know, like, his detail, his, like, attention to detail. Like, he, I'm pretty sure he bought out, like, a section, like, street sections to, like. That's wild. To, like, remake, like, the scene. Um, but I think it's like, I, I said this last pod too. I think it's Leonardo's best performance. That's a, that's a hot take, but I think it's his best performance. He's literally an actor who's playing an actor who's acting. He's an actor playing an actor playing an actor, right? Yeah. Yes. It's like a triple, triple actor thing. Yes. Yeah. It's like... You have to be... That's so crazy. Yeah, that's But he's, like... He's playing this, like, washed-up actor. So he can't play, like, lights out. He has to play, like, kind of bad at a point. But he has to be kind of psycho, too. Right. So he... But he nails it. Like, he's crazy, but he's (laughs) awesome. And then Brad Pitt just plays kind of himself. Yeah. He has a, a lot of just great scenes. I think Brad Pitt overshadows Leonardo because Brad Pitt is just, like... Anytime Brad Pitt's in a movie, his charisma just, like, mm-hmm. takes over. 100%. Um, but le- you have to pay attention to Leonardo. Um, and then, like, Austin Butler's in this movie. I don't know oh, if you yeah. knew that. Um, yeah. Ethan Hawke's daughter, um, Maya Hawke. I didn't know that either. She's in this movie. Um, 
it's just a great movie. The vibes are great. The ending scene's hilarious. There's yeah. just a lot of like funny one-liners. I agree. Um, it's a great movie. Number eight, you're going to surprise how low I have this, but I have yes. La La Land. Um, nice. Yeah, I, I mean, we talked about it a ton. I know. Yeah. I need to I need to re- redo this. Um, yeah, we talked about it. The music's amazing. The score's amazing. I mean, who would not want... I think that like, R- Ryan Gosling and um, Emma, Emma Stone are like... She's like probably one of like top five favorite actresses, and he's probably a top five favorite actor for me. Uh, yeah, and so it's like those are and those are two performances that are just amazing. Like same thing for um for Emma Stone, she's playing like an actor who's kind of not making it, yeah. and then obviously Ryan Gosling saves Jazz, <laughs> which I watched that I watched the video with Solomon, and that's it's the SNL monologue. It's gold. You guys should look it up. It's gold. Up Ryan Gosling saves Jazz. But it's just, and they've worked together. You talked about crazy, crazy, stupid love last week. Yeah, they've worked together, um, and so it works really well. Um, like Ryan learned how to play the piano for this movie. They learned how to tap dance. They're not very good at tap dancing, but it's like. But if you like, if you don't know what good tap dancing looks like, you're like, holy crap! Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's like this is amazing. Like, how did you learn this? Right. And they don't have like amazing voices, but it's like it works, and mm-hmm. they're the perfect actors. For and that's the part of it, I think, is the fact they don't have amazing voices. Yes, like if you pull people off Broadway, real. it wouldn't be the same. It, it feels really yeah. real and raw, and that's what I love. And like we've talked about, I love unhappy endings, and it's just like the idea of what if at the end of the movie is just like just pulls at you every time you watch it. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. It's so sad. Such a sad ending, but mm-hmm. a great, perfect ending. All right, number eight for me, I have Dune, which I will stick with this. I, I mean, it's not one of those where I've watched it a million times, but it is one of those where it's like, holy crap, the hype for this movie was sick. Every scene is beautiful. If you like went to it in theaters, it sounds amazing. Um, I think, who was it? Is it Ludwig that did this or was it? No, it wasn't. No, it's Hans. Hans Zimmer, that's what right. I can think if it was Ludwig, was it Gorenson? Von Gorenson? I can't remember his name. He did Oppenheimer. Yeah, that's kind of what I was thinking. Um, so yeah, great soundtrack or score. Um, I think like the audio is great. The audio effects, the yeah, everything about this movie seemed like it was to a T. And I'm a big. I mean, if you know my enemy reference last time, I'm a big Denis Villeneuve guy. I just love all of his movies. I mean, Arrival. You got Prisoners. Like all of those are just such good movies. He's such a great director. And like taking on a film like this was so sick. And it's one of those where he was like, it was like a passion project for him. Like he's always wanted to direct a movie like this. So yeah, you can tell, I feel like when a director really cares about what they're doing, similar to like Creed three, like Michael B. Jordan loved, like, and he wanted to direct that movie and you can mm-hmm. see the passion behind it. But even though it didn't always end that well, you have to like appreciate that fact. Um, and then number seven, Whiplash. I mean, Dude. come on. So good. Such a, Miles Teller, dude, JK Simmons. Yeah. Oh my gosh, dude. Just like one of those movies where it like kind of flies under the radar. Like you don't hear very many people talking about it, but it's one of the like, same director as La La Land, which I watched so, a video about today. Um, I know his name. Damien Chazelle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. French guy. So, and he, he kills it in both movies. You can tell like there's a similar like stylistic vibe to it where yep. it's just the fast camera movements, stuff yep. like that. But such a great movie, such a great story. One of those where it's like, I don't really care about drumming in like orchestra or bands or whatever it is. Yeah. I can't, symphonies, I don't know. But it's like, man, I really care about Miles Teller in this movie. <laughs> <laughs> and like, you just kind of, and what's the what's the line from it that you're talking about? It's like, it's D, D3 football. <laughs> yeah, it's like uh, four words, you will never get to the NFL. <laughs> yeah, such a good movie. Yeah, it's so good. So yeah, that, that's number seven for me. Um, yeah, back to you. Hmm. Uh, okay, seven. I have Primal Fear. Mm-hmm. Uh, Primal Fear is a movie I had never heard of until like three years ago. Yeah, and it's just one of those movies where I watched it. I was like, it was like Shawshank Redemption for me. The first time I was like, Garrett was like, dude, you gotta watch this movie. It's amazing. Like, trust me, I have trust issues with movies, <laughs> and I was like, dude, you're bluffing. And both movies just, like, blew me out of the water. Primal Fear is a good movie. 
until the last five minutes, and then it turns into a great movie. Mm-hmm. And I didn't know where you were going with that. I'm like, what's that? Like, the last five minutes <laughs> like the best part. <laughs> yeah. And so, as someone who loves, I love court movies. That's something that has always pulled me in. Um, the acting's phenomenal, but the twist at the end is killer. Yeah. It is on parallel with seven. Um, as just one of those, just like, you're kidding. Like moments where you're just like, what? And Edward Norton just does a phenomenal job. I just like, it's one of those movies where I don't think anyone could predict that happening. Like, I think like halfway through the movie, you think you have it, but you never have it. And if anyone thinks they have it, you're lying. Yeah. Um, so that's number seven. Number six, heat. I've only watched this once. And I loved it so much that I put it in my top 10 because I was just like, this is just one of those movies. I think this is a very like on brand for me, but it's just like, so like, just like makes me feel like a man. Mm. Well, like Creed 2 makes, yeah, it's like, yeah, I'm just like, come on. Give me a glass of whiskey right now. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Al Pacino, Robert De Niro. But the thing that I think strictly the thing that does it for me is Al Pacino is like one of my favorite actors. I don't know what it does, what he does for mm. me, but I just love it. Uh, him as a detective is the best detective I've ever seen in my life. Dude, he kills it. And then Robert De Niro is like this this crime lord, but he's also like an ethical crime lord. So you're like, I kind of like this guy. He's <laughs> <laughs> like, he treats his employees well. Yeah. He's like, but he robs banks. But when he robs banks. He doesn't, like, take the people's money. Right. He takes the bank's money. Yeah. <laughs> and it's like, oh. There's not really, like, a good or bad. Like, you can see it, like, you see, you can see it from both sides. Yeah. Yeah. And then, like, Al Pacino's kind of, like, a butthole. And mm-hmm. you're like, dude, you're kind of a crappy husband. Like, you've been yeah. married three times. Like, all you care about is work. All you care about is winning. Right. It's like, I don't know who to care for right now. And so, there's, like, this great clash of, like, two actors that were, like, so dominant in the 70s, the 80s, mm-hmm. and then midway through the 90s, like, to have a movie together is insane. Like, yeah. the egos that you can put together, I don't know. And then, like, like casually Val Kilmer's in it. It's like, what? <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> like, okay, I guess we'll have Val Kilmer in this. That's cool. But it's just, like, one of those movies where I'm just like, yeah, let's freaking go. I don't know. I feel like I love movies where the, like, protagonist and antagonist, like... Have some like an understanding of like a mutual agreement that like they like hate each other and they yeah. like, understand if one of them killed the other person that they have to they do what they have to do. Yeah. And like it reminded me, and this is gonna be like kind of nerdy, but it reminded me of like Kingpin and Daredevil, where it's like they have a mutual respect. Yeah. Neither of them would be like annoyed if the other one like got the best of them. They'd be like, okay, that's a that's a solid move. <laughs> okay. Like I I understand why yeah. you did that. And so I think that makes a cool a cool movie. Yeah. So you definitely are a nerd for saying that. So yeah. Well, you'd understand if you read comic books more. Okay. <laughs> uh, Do your six. Okay. Um, number six. I don't know if you're gonna agree with this one, uh, but it's Catch Me If You Can, and it's like I don't know. It's one of those movies where it's just such a good. It's like kind of lighthearted. And it like, is. And I like Amy Adams in the movie. She's super young, which is funny to see, like, because you wouldn't just, like, Im- immediately recognize her. But it's a young, like, Leonardo DiCaprio. Um, but it's just, like, one of those really fun and enjoyable movies to watch where you're just, like, rooting for the guy the whole time. And, like, Tom Hanks is so fun to root for, too, because he just keeps getting bested by this, like, 17-year-old kid. Yeah, yeah. Um, and there's some, like, pretty badass scenes where he's, like, I'm going to be a substitute teacher and just fakes being a teacher <laughs> at yeah. one point to get the yeah. best of somebody that was a dick to him. Um, but yeah, it's just a fun movie. Like, I, I don't know how else to describe it. I mean, it's well made, but it's like your classic, like nineties, early two thousands yeah. movie. Um, but it's just fun to see Leonardo DiCaprio that young and doing his thing. And like, especially at such a young age, like it was one of his first real big roles besides like Romeo and Juliet at the time. Yeah. And even that was such yeah. a weird take for him, but <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, yeah. number five, uh, I don't think anyone can disagree that this is a great movie, but it's Django Unchained. Oh man, dude! Another Leo DiCaprio. He's he's on my list. I feel like so much towards the end, but dude, he's so good. I like had this movie. There's something like I mean, Jamie Foxx does such a good job. Leo does such a good job. You just can't. It's such a good movie. Such a weird movie, but such a good movie. Yeah. Um, 
and yeah, one of those just like badass movies. And I, I've only seen it once. Most of these I've actually only seen once because like, I mean, it's one of those things. There's some movies like the Creed movies I'll go back and watch over and over again. But there's other ones where it's like, that's so good. Like, I almost don't want to like, yeah, you don't want to overdo it. it. Yeah. 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 Um, and yes, yeah, so they won't, it's not that they'll get old, but there's some of them that it's just like, I just, that's all I needed. Like, I will remember that movie forever, despite how many times I watch it. Yeah. So yeah, that's my number five. It's good. Number five. This is the the other movie I was talking about. The recreated, uh, or like rebranded movie. Not oh. rebranded. Top Gun Maverick. About. Let's freaking go, dude. This movie, I watched it in uh, Southeast Asia. Um, There's subtitles the whole time, but <laughs> it was just one of those things where like, I don't know, man. It was, I just felt like a patriot watching it. I was like, yep. let's go go dude america baby yeah like, it's just one of those instincts i just like my primal instinct comes in just, like, yeah. let's go give me a bush line yeah yeah so it, it was one of those movies i don't know man like tom cruise is great yeah. like we've talked about miles teller with a mustache is like unbeatable yep um gwen powell did i say dude, gwen? gwen glenn powell glenn powell, glenn powell this is like his like coming out party yeah and he's had like three or four big hits yes. since that like yeah. he's been killing it he's been getting so much work since then so it's just they did great on cast they like the attention the detail to like remake a movie that is so good and i just can only imagine like being someone who was like our age like when the first top gun came out that was my dad dude yeah yeah yeah, I remember uh, one of my buddies, Isaac, was, like, reading me this review of this, like, guy who was, like, tearing up over, like, like, I remember so going to the movie theater to watch this movie. Now my kids are watching this. You know, and I just thought that's just, like, such a cool, cool thing. And it's not, mm-hmm. like, I think remakes are, like, have a bad, bad taste because a lot of remakes are just tough. But this yeah. was just so, like, well... Carefully taking like it was taken yeah. care of. It's like the perfect mixture of like nostalgia and like new content. Yes, exactly, yeah. exactly. Um, so that's that's my number five. Number four, Lord of the Rings: Two Towers. Now, Lord of the Rings: Two Towers is the second iteration, iteration. of the Lord of the Rings trilogy. Dude, you can't call me a nerd and then put Lord of the Rings on your top five movies. I am a nerd. <laughs> I, love, I freaking love Lord of the Rings. Uh, um, Lord of the Rings is just... It has a special place in my heart. This movie could be higher for me, but it just like... I don't know. It's I feel weird to go like... As we'll see later in my top ten... There's more Lord of the Rings to come. Uh, this movie is just like so fantastic. Um, the final scene, um, Battle at Helm's Deep, is one of the best fighting scenes of all time. The Battle at Helm's Deep. <laughs> Bro, it's so cool. It's like the gospel. Comes oh gosh okay you in the face don't guilt trip me with the gospel dude. it is bro watch it bro it's the gospel dude it's the gospel, it's the gospel. it's so good oh yeah you're gonna keep making fun of me so go <laughs> uh i'm on number four continuing with the the leo uh leo trend i got titanic at number four <sighs> dude i don't think anyone's like I don't know anyone my age that likes Titanic as much as I do. And yeah, I don't know what it is about it, dude. But I love that movie. It's the dirty scene. You dude, like it's the not. dirty scene, don't you? <laughs> no. Draw me I'm like joking. one of your French girls. <laughs> dude, it's such a good movie. I mean, like, I I do not like James Cameron's new movies. Like, the Avatars. Like, they're good. Really? You didn't like Way Water? I didn't watch it. I was, I'm against it. You have it. to watch it. Dude, okay, this is... I'm going to go on a little rant here because oh, I'm no. against Avatar Way of Water. Oh, the no. whole movie was shot inside of one, like, studio. Mm. And it was just, like, mapping their faces of most... Of, like, they didn't actually shoot a scene. Like, really? most of it's, like, CGI. I mean, they did just to get, like, the facial stuff. Yeah. But most of it's, like, CGI. And yeah. it's like, okay... How and? much effort does it take to... Yeah, literally. Like, it's just like, how much effort... I get you... Okay, you pay people... You write a script, and then you pay a bunch of people to make the movie exist. Mm-hmm. And you, what did you do? You know what I mean? Fair. You directed it, but what did you direct? You directed all these people in a room on computers making CGI. 
It's like if I wanted to watch an animation, I'd go to Mario. That's a sick animated movie. It wasn't that good. And but it's like you know what I mean. Like it's just such a I don't know. And I get it for what it is. I think you need to watch it. I was I'm skeptical. Sure. I, I was skeptical. Like the first one's good because it was so like like ahead of its time for mm-hmm. what like CGI could do. But the second one, and I'm just I don't know. I was boycotting it because I'm like people are like giving him so much respect for how beautiful it is. It was like, you didn't actually like use a camera to catch anything. You created something beautiful. I think that's a fair take. Yeah. I just if think the, if you're talking about strictly James Cameron, that's yeah, a that's, fair take. That's, that is what I'm talking about. Okay. I, like it, the CGI, I'm sure it's amazing. And for like the talent that was used to create that movie is probably amazing. But I don't think James Cameron should get so much like attention for basically like not like mapping people's faces with dots and then <laughs> handing That's the work fair. over. So That's fair. Anyways, but he did great on the Titanic. So <laughs> <laughs> the like the one scene that I like remember the most is when they're playing the song when the ship is going down. They're all like, "Oh, we're going to die. So let's is just keep playing our cello." No, that's a great song though. I sing that song all the time. Ask Jocelyn, she loves oh, okay. it. Yeah. But Titanic, great movie. Number 3. Denevil New Prisoners, uh, Paul Dano, dude, Jake Gyllenhaal. I'm gonna get a tattoo on my hand because no, of that not. movie. Yes, I am. I'm gonna get a cross, oh, the tattoo. cross tattoo. Yeah, man. that Jake Gyllenhaal has in that movie, dude. Oh my gosh, it's such a good movie. Uh, can't think of the guy's name that plays Wolverine. Hugh Jackman. Huge Ackman. Huge Ackman, dude. Gosh, it's so good. One of the things I watched recently was uh, what's it called with the stocks. Oh, Dumb Money? Dumb Money. And Paul Dano is like a normal human being in this movie. Yeah. And then you see him as like the Riddler. And then you see him as whoever he is in this movie. Oh, In Prisoners. And it's like, how are you a real person? But then also play this like freak. Yes. Like it's just, it's such a weird way. Like actors just can do so. Like it's so so impressive for Paul Dano to just like turn that on and off. But... The directing is amazing. Each shot is like carefully picked, and yeah. it's just so beautiful. And like he he definitely translates that into Dune, um, but they're just on like two vastly different scales. Yes, it's a different story for sure. Yeah, it's pretty wild. It's dude. The thing about Prisoners for me is it's too realistic. Mm-hmm. I like literally had what a, actually happened. Like that stuff happens. Yeah, I know, dude. I don't yeah. want to watch that crap. I know. I literally had a nightmare about it. And I'm a dude. Really? Did you? <laughs> yeah. Actually? Yeah. I, I mean, did. it doesn't surprise me. I watched it by myself. So that was my. But then, like, it's it's the type of music that, like, the score is so perfect for mm-hmm. it, but it literally makes you anxious just the entire time you're watching the movie. You're just like, Dude. gosh, freaking day. You're just, like, on edge the whole time. Yeah, I watched a 10-minute video about one shot of them zooming in on a tree stump. I remember you watching it, actually. Yeah. yeah. And it's like, dude, okay, Neville knew turn that shot into, like, this has so much meaning, but it's just him zooming in on a tree stump. Yeah. That's it's, crazy. It's wild. That is crazy. Yeah. So that's my three. Okay. My three, two. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, three, I mentioned it already, Shawshank Redemption. Come on. Um, I totally said that we were going to do ratings at the beginning of this, but it doesn't I don't matter. have any of mine rated. Yeah, it's fine. So. Yeah. Um. Shawshank Redemption is just one of those movies that's like, it's just one of the best stories of all time. Mm-hmm. It's actually a adaptation from a uh, Stephen King book. I listened to the Stephen King book this summer. Um, it was really well written. I actually, I think the contrast of the movie and the book is not much, but there's just different. There's little different things from the narrator who's read who's played by Morgan Freeman. So there's little things that, like, the book was written in, like, 1980. The movie was made in, like, 1996. So there's, like, a little, like, cultural differences. Um, But even, like, the beginning of the movie goes into um, the trial a little bit more. The end of the movie goes into, like, hypotheticals of, like, what if he didn't make it out? I can't think of the guy's name. I don't know. It doesn't matter. Yeah, it doesn't matter. Watch the movie. Yeah, watch the movie of like hypotheticals at the end, which is cool. And then it like goes into like the real, like the realistic, not the realistic. What am I saying? The like actual storyline. Um, so it's just like, it's one of my favorite stories. It's one of the best stories I think that's ever been told on screen. And so I don't know. I, how can you not get emotional about mm. Shawshank Redemption? Uh, two. 
Return of the Kings, Lord of the Rings. This is the third iteration of of Lord of the Rings. This is the culmination of Peter Jackson's work. Did you know that his his budget was like sixty million? So like to put this in put this in perspective, the Hobbit, the three the three part series, The Hobbit, which is terrible don't watch it they ruined the hobbit that i think in all was 300 million so that was 10 years later 10 to 15 ish years later the lord of the rings series that they were making on amazon prime a billion dollars that's crazy are they still making that series yeah okay and so literally in three movies it cost them 60 million dollars and it's like literally like if you look go back like there's some parts that you're like oh, okay this is a little cheesy like you <laughs> right. can tell like it's 2000 but either way that's still impressive to it, make a movie even at yeah, 60 million it's but it's inc- it's incredible like the the costume design the art the even like the um cinematography is amazing mm. it's shot in New Zealand it's beautiful and it's just literally one of my favorite stories my favorite ending to a story. It's good versus evil and good wins. It's the gospel and it's freaking awesome. I can't get, I can't, I can't get into more. You just have to watch it. If you haven't watched it, you haven't lived. Um, at Solomon. (laughs) I've lived dude. Not watched Lord of the Rings. I'm alive. Uh, not fully. Is that your two, right? That's two. Okay. I have a Star is Born at two for me. Wow. Dude, such a good movie. That's interesting. I, I did know, not know that. I know. It's such a good movie, dude. You just can't. I don't even know. We talked about it last last pod, so if you want to hear us talk more in depth. But you got Lady Gaga. You got Bradley Cooper. I mean, what more could you want? Bradley Cooper can sing, apparently, which is sick. So Yeah, he can. <laughs> and it's like, it's, not, it's like one of those where it's like uh, Andrew Garfield singing or... Who else did we just talk about on this? Ryan Gosling. Ryan Gosling singing. It's like not great, but it's like for somebody that you just like didn't even know could You're sing. Like, oh. It's like, oh, all right. Okay. <laughs> so, and Shallows, I mean, that's that song, bro- I'm sure broke records for being in a movie and like yeah. being on the radio for yeah. so long. So, yeah, great movie. At number one, Goodwill Hunting. I mean, it's a young Matt Damon wow. in Boston doing his Boston things, dude. Robin How about Williams, them apples? R.I.P. Yeah, seriously, it's one of those movies that just fires you up, dude. Mm. It's like I want to go over like read books and get smart. You know what <laughs> I mean? Like that's just it just like makes you want to like I don't know. It's such a good movie. Like if I'm ever like it's not motivated to like books. go to class, it's like I should just watch Goodwill Hunting and then tomorrow go to class. You know what I mean? Like skip class today, watch Goodwill Hunting and then have a fresh start tomorrow. Mm. But dude, such a good movie, such a good story. Just a young young guy in Boston that's just a genius and kind of growing up and starting to realize that he's a genius and knowing what to do with that. So mm. that's my number one. Such a feel good movie. Great ending. Uh, what was what's the last line? It's like that son of a stole my line or something like that. <laughs> it's so good. I haven't seen it all the way through. I'll you haven't be seen it all the way through, no. dude. We watched it at like the Biscuit Shack. Yeah, I probably called Paige that night. Nah, dude. Paige, if you're listening to this, I forgive you, but please make your husband watch Goodwill Hunting. <laughs> <laughs> She'll love it. Seriously. You should watch it together. All right. Date night together, okay. Goodwill Hunting. Okay. You will not regret it, and if you do, I will pay you money in to uh, give your time back. Okay. Fair. <laughs> I'll take that. I'll take you up on that. Mm-hmm. Okay, number one, The Dark Knight. Let's go, dude. This is the best acting performance I've ever seen in my entire life. Heath really? Ledger. Heath really? Ledger has the best acting performance I've ever seen in my life. All right, that's actually fair. The I, was, Joker, I thought you were talking about Christian Bale at no, first. No, no. <laughs> lo- okay, I love... Okay, number something... Th- some, okay, I can't talk. It's all right. <laughs> <laughs> It's like a SpongeBob. <laughs> That's literally how it, like my brain just does not process yeah, fast enough. Your brain goes too fast for your mouth. Yeah. <laughs> Christian Bale is like my favorite Batman. Mm-hmm. I think um, Pat uh, Bob. Bob Bob could take it. 
he he'd have to, he needs to impress me in this next movie, but he can take it. Yeah. But he Christian Bale. It's my probably my favorite Christian Bale performance. Um, but Heath Ledger, like the. I don't know. The attention to detail to be the Joker is insane. Like, him, to put him on the screen and be, like, a realistic Batman movie and not make it cheesy, like, mm-hmm. there's just, there's so many ways it can be cheesy. And he, he like, perfectly encapsulates the Joker and, like, his, it's just, like, not give a frick. Yeah. His, like, just, like, being a psycho. Um... I don't know. Like you, like you, kind of like feel this humanity with him, but not really at all. Like you, you yeah. don't feel like he's human at all. But you're like he, there's he was a human. He's like Gollum, <laughs> but yeah, like, like you can see a little bit of it left. But it's like ah, I don't know about you, man. But it's just like there's like a lot of holes in it. I understand. Like this movie's not like perfect, but yeah. like I'm also like a huge Christopher Nolan fan too. So it's like, Dude, yeah, he was perfect for these movies. The like. The score, I, the score is a big part of it. The score is huge. I love the acting. Yeah. The love the storyline. It's based off Long Halloween, which is one of the best I didn't comics. I've, it was based off of that. Yes, it is. I Christopher have that. Nolan. I haven't read it yet. Christopher Nolan said that it is wow. like because I read Long Halloween. Yeah. Amazing comic. Uh, it's the only comic I've ever read. <laughs> but I loved it. It was awesome. Um, but Christopher, no- again. Christopher Nolan and the screen screenplay guy, it had in Jordan's copy said said that like a lot of the wow. Dark Knight was based off of Long Halloween. So his screenplay guy is his brother, isn't it? Usually, Christopher know. Nolan's brother is usually the guy that sure. writes the screenplay. Yeah, but it's just like it's just such a good story. Um, the only reason, like, I think the Dark Knight trilogy, like, you can take each movie. In chunks, it's not like this. It's like a sequel or a trilogy. trilogy yeah. Not a sequel. What am I saying? <laughs> um, but like, like for example, like Two Towers at four for me because it's like the story's not done and like there's a lot of unresolved mm-hmm. conflict. It's just an amazing movie. Yeah. And then like Return of the Kings is at two because like the the conflict's resolved. Like there's just like a happy ending. With Dark Knight, you don't need the happy. Like it, it ends in a point where you're like, oh. Like this, this yeah. could be done, right? You know, yeah. But enough of me talking. Well, yeah, that's concluded our top ten. So it's nine oh five. Do you want to run through our our like comfort movies really quick or no? Yeah, give okay. me a feel. All right. Well, you start because I'm not. I'm unprepared. <sighs> I gotta talk more. Just okay. a little bit more until I'm ready. Okay, I'll give you. When I was thinking about this comfort movies, I think of just movies that I turn on with my family. Yep. I talked about this last week. Nacho yep. Libre is number one. <laughs> number two is Hot Rod. That's a great movie. And that's... Yeah, I'm, I will go with those two. I'll go with two. Nacho Libre is hilarious in all the right ways. It's so dumb. It's so funny. It's like boy humor to the max, but also just like so clever. Yeah. I don't know. It's, it's really not that clever, but at the same time, it's just like so quotable. Right. Jack Black is perfect for it. And anytime I'm with my brothers, you can catch us quoting Nacho Libre. Um, and then Hot Rod is just like so dumb. It's just like so much crap happens. Like we just watched Airplane, and Airplane just is like ironic for yeah. ir- irony's sake. Hot Rod is just dumb. Like it's just like not even ironic. It's just like let's just like have a random riot in the middle of a movie, right? While like there's like a monologue. Go, or like a sequel, a song, like dance, breakout, whatever. It's like, it's just so random and I love it so much. Yeah. I just love the randomness of it. Um, Adam, no, it's Adam Sandberg. Andy Samberg. Andy holy Samberg. crap. Gosh, dang it. Blasphemy. Andy Samberg is just amazing in it. Um, so those are my two comfort movies. Yeah. You I should probably say, watch them. I would say mine, like I've got a few. This is funny. This is kind of stupid. Um, and I may get less respect from you, but Baywatch, dude, the one with The Rock and Zac Efron. Yeah, dude, definitely have less respect for you now. Dude, that's such a funny <laughs> movie. It's like, it's not as foul as like you probably think, I just because it's it a Baywatch while. movie, but it's just really funny. Like the, the comedy is so funny, the cast is really great. 
So, and I love movies with like Jack dudes because it just like motivates me. It's <laughs> like yes, yeah. So, so something like that was like a comedy like with Zac Efron and like The Rock. I'm like, let's freaking go. Like, I that is get your. Jack. That makes sense actually. Yeah. I, have, I, I, I won't take the respect away from you because I'm not completely at least. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, but then I mean, like Creed. I mean, that's a comfort. Like I'll throw that on all the time if yeah. I really wanted yeah. to. Um, I would say like Tick Tick Boom was a huge one for me. I watched that a lot. But they're not, like, as, like, I don't do as many, like, comedies. Um, because I don't, like, ever feel, like, so, like, I want, like, I need something to, like, lift yeah. me up. It's more like, I want to, I'm going to go to the gym in, like, 30 minutes. I need a little bit of something to yeah. get me yeah. there. <laughs> so, <laughs> Fair. Those are, but the Tick, Tick, Boom one, I don't know. That's just, I love the music. Like, I love some good music in movies. Mm. So, stuff like that. gets Like, High School Musical, dude, I watched that show. Like, it's a great show. Dude, it's a really good show. Lie. The first season I probably watched I was like, like two nah, or three times. It's not going to be good. Yeah. And the first season's great. Look, it's pretty good. Yeah. Second and third and fourth season now, right? Or is it just They're third? on a fourth season. Yeah. Those three seasons are not great, but the first season's really good. And the storyline. And Olivia yeah. Rodrigo, I mean, come on. She's got a come beautiful on. voice. So She's fallen. She's yeah. fallen for me. Dude. I'm team Billie <laughs> Eilish now. Dude, amen. I, Olivia Rodrigo was good for that album. But then, like, then she went punk. Yeah, she she went too far into like uh, brew far. out here. You know, it's got it got really brutal. It me. got really brutal, really, really quick. And she started playing the famous girl, which I kind of it, it bothers me because yeah. she was, she doesn't play well. No, she she doesn't. plays the victim better than she plays the victor. Dude, seriously, and and that's just like, dude. If you listen to Joshua Bassett's music, it's like, dude, I think Olivia Rodrigo's like, lying <laughs> yeah. about a few things. <laughs> I think she's over exaggerating. Yeah, seriously, it's like Joshua Bassett's like. She's she's like uh, she broke up with him and she's making music. You know how does that work? Yeah, you, know, you broke you chose it. Team Billie Eilish. Team, team Billie Eilish, dude. What was I made for? Gosh, dude. It's yeah. me every time. I literally I close my eyes every time I listen, even when I'm driving. Even. When I'm driving. <laughs> <laughs> it's so, like that scene where Margot Robbie's like breathing in and she sees all these like girls. Yeah. That's what happens to me. I'm just oh like, gosh. no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> it's like well, I just see a bunch of girls. Uh, <laughs> no, dude. Gosh. <laughs> Uh, vibe killer man vibe killer dude it's more just like holy frick dude I don't want my life together yeah like driving That's, to work in the morning like, you're like about to do a bunch of maintenance stuff what was that maybe <laughs> <laughs> so single tear falls yes. down <laughs> <laughs> uh, do you want to talk about how we rate movies or no or do you want to save that for like next week or something uh, I can talk about it a little bit I mean I just like go off the I'm I go a little bit off of IMDb, yeah. Rotten Tomatoes, Letterbox is another one. Like I love Letterbox too much. Mm-hmm. Um, and if if it has like a fan score that's like big, I'll look into it a little more and like yeah. think about it. I think about people's opinions too much. <laughs> uh, but and then I kind of take my own twist from that because I'm yeah. like not smart enough to like put in like oh the cinematography right. score director actor like i'm not like i don't have a a basis for like well i'll give this amount of points for the actor whatever right so i just take everyone else's <laughs> <laughs> rating basis yeah. and i just tweak it i'm like well 8.5 is too much right you know so i do i do a similar thing i always check like, either before I go to a movie or, like, after, or immediately after, like, when I'm rating it, I'll check, like, critic score and then audience score. Yeah. Because I do mine out of 10. I don't, do you do out of 5 or 10? I do out of 10. Yeah. I don't like Letterboxd's 5 stars. It's, it's not, like, enough to, like, it's really. Not. Because I have too many movies that are 3s and 3.5s. And, yeah. and there's, like, there's plenty of 3s that are, like, better 3s than the, like, bottom yeah. tier threes exactly. you know and you yeah. can't really distinctly and two and a half sounds too low yeah you exactly I mean? you're like yeah. two and a half's like oh that's a mid movie right but it's like i like the movie you yeah know? yeah like... but i feel like when i ever check the like imdb or like rotten tomatoes it's like i just want to make sure i'm not crazy in the yeah. way that i read it's like i want to yeah. make sure i'm in the ballpark but then there's sometimes where i like rate a movie and then i'll look and i'll be like you're right i should drop this down a yeah. few points <laughs> you're right you're yeah <laughs> So that's, yeah, I would say, and mine are all, like, out of 10, so I have a lot of, like, eight points, but, and usually I think of, like, okay, was this, like, a well-made movie? Yeah. Like, was the writing terrible? Was there anything that was, like, like, was it really bad CGI? Was there just stuff like that? Like, as long as it was well-made. Was there bad script? Right, was exactly. Was there bad script, yeah. 
And so I take that into account, and then I also am like, okay, well, did I enjoy the movie? Like, did yeah. I actually enjoy myself? Yeah. And I don't, like, exactly. consciously be like, okay, was this a good movie? And then did I enjoy it? It's more yeah. like, I'm going to mix these two together. Like, yeah. So you, generally, like, if you like movies, if it's a poorly made movie, you probably won't like it. Yeah. Especially, like, you and I, if we watch a lot of movies, and, like, a movie's, like, not well made. Dang. We probably won't. Posts are falling. Yeah. Jeez. Holy Things spirit. are getting out of control. Moving. <laughs> really? <laughs> really? <laughs> Okay. So, yeah, that's that's all I've got. What else? Yeah. No, I think that's good. I think I think I agree with you like I don't I don't rank movies that I don't like just cuz I don't think it's worth my time. Yeah. To be like, "Oh, this movie sucks." Right. Letterbox, I have like plenty of one stars, half stars cuz I'm like I want to let people know this movie sucks. Don't watch this. Don't movie. watch this movie. <laughs> but I don't have like any like twos or I do, but like I don't really have that many twos yeah. or like one and a half. So it's like, what's the point of like rating this a one and a half? Like, what's the difference between a one and a half and a half right. or like a one? It's like, ah, uh, so they're all bad movies. This movie's bad, but this one's better. Slightly better than bad. <laughs> yeah. Or slightly worse than. Yeah, bad. exactly. Yeah. No, I agree. Yeah. So I think if it's, if it's not good enough, I think my like scale that I have on my phone, I think it goes to 7.5. Yeah. My worst, my worst rated movie is a seven point five. Oh really? Yeah, Chippendale Rescue Rangers. That's your worst rated movie? No, on my list. That's oh. not like my worst rated movie. I was gonna say it's like the one, the worst ranked movie I've ever ranked. Okay, gotcha. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. yeah. So it's like I love the movie. It's hilarious. It's so cool. But yeah. it's like, it's the worst movie that I've ranked. Yeah. Okay. Everything else I don't have time for. All right. That's that makes sense. Okay, I have one Did more. You just fart? No, it was my chair. I oh, okay, prom- I promise we people. <laughs> people probably think I'm farting because this chair has been. Squeaking. I need a new chair. That's okay. Room. Okay, I think this is just straight off the dome. But I think we should talk. Have you watched a movie this week? No. <sighs> I think it'd be fun to have like a what what movie did you watch this week or if you watched a movie what was the most recent movie you watched and what did you think? But we don't have to do that this week. Well, let's not do to. it this week. Okay. Okay. But I like the like I catch the I vision. I feel like yeah, I feel like that's a good little like segment to have at yeah. the end. Anyways. I catch the vision. Nice. Nice. Well, I think that's it, right? That's it. All right. Any final thoughts or words? No. Nice. Well, we will see you guys when we listen to you. Yeah. Catch you on the flippity flamingos. <laughs> <laughs>